0: So, just a fair warning, this episode might be a bit counterintuitive. Uh, we're going to question the real impact of common financial habits. Are these strategies that you might consider beneficial? actually working in your favor we're going to explore some of the pros and cons of various practices like maybe ignoring account statements and budgeting and some other things so i want you to join us for this practical discussion as we uncover some of the unexpected effects of everyday money decisions and answer the question are your good money habits holding you back stay tuned for today's episode of the retirement roadmap time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Mosseller. Walter Storholt back with you again here with Glenn Mosseller, of course, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. Find us online at RoadmapFinancial.com. Glenn, I'm really intrigued by today's conversation, taking something that sounds good on the surface, a good money habit, who doesn't want to have those, But seeing could these good money habits actually hurt us sometimes or work against us in some cases. So it'll be interesting to see if we can kind of poke holes in what somebody's belief might be as a really good money habit today. Are you ready for the challenge, my friend?
1: Let's do it, Walter.
0: All right. We're going to dive into it. So first point that we want to hit on and dive into is when it comes to budgeting. And a lot of people would be very proud to say that they keep a very strict budget budget it would be kind of a badge of honor sort of thing so where's the good in that and also where's maybe perhaps the part that's holding us back from that habit
1: the idea of you know of of, of having a you know a budget i mean most most people think of the word budget and diet kind of in, in a similar way i mean most people don't like either one of those ideas right but it's probably a good idea to you know have a you know have an eating plan, right? Or you know a money plan, you know, and 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 making sure that you're you know you're doing the right things. It's like those sometimes those words are really you know are loaded with lots of emotions and whatnot. To your point, Walter, I mean th- there are some folks who are who are do an extremely good job of being disciplined about what their their savings and their spending and whatnot, and and there are times when it can get it can get a little bit too much. And what I mean by that is is that you know i mean it's you you gotta you gotta have you gotta work to achieve some life balance you know i mean you there there are situations where folks will just literally they'll stress themselves out and, you know, and create, you know, even, even situations where they're unhealthy, maybe high blood pressure or different things like that, because they're just so stressed that they've got to meet, you know, they've got to put this money away and savings and this and that, you know, and, you know, and, and if you're going to make an error, maybe that it's better to error on that side. But again, you can maybe step back a little bit and it's like, you know, well, let's, let's keep eval, you know, like how much you need to have set aside for the objectives that you have. I mean, that's something that you, you know, you, you want to consistently keep checking in on. It's not something you make a decision about one time in life and then for the next, you know, 30, 40, 50 years, you know, you never revisit that, right? I mean, you're, you're constantly checking in. How am I doing? Am I, you know, so, and sometimes if you find it's like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm ahead of schedule and maybe you can kind of be a little bit nice to yourself. Maybe take that extra vacation or do, you know, do a little something extra for, you know, for yourself. Uh, on, the other, on the other side too, Walter, sometimes it's like, you know, you, you're looking at things and you know that there's something that you absolutely positively need. Maybe it's a car or maybe it's a, you know, the, there's there's something that is is going to be a major you know you know uh, you know expense that you, that you're not going to necessarily be able to pay for out of your normal you know regular you know budget right and you know you know in terms of in terms of your you know your monthly cash flow. But it's something that is absolutely positively that you're going to need to purchase, and you know, and and maybe there is a really really good situation where there, there's truly a good sale, an opportunity to be able to buy something for less than what you than what you normally could. There are situations where if you stay so rigid to the budget, well, it's like, hey, well, I can't really do that, so I'm going to have to miss out on the sale, and then and then maybe six months goes by, and now you're in a little bit better place, and maybe maybe that opportunity, to, you know, to, to been able to purchase that that item. you knew you were going to need and now it's now here you have to do it and and but now it's just like you're going to end up paying more it's like that was a little bit you know it, it it was it was a counterintuitive to kind of you know to go outside of the line so to speak but again if it comes down to if you're really a disciplined person you can probably you know catch yourself back up if in fact you are you you exercise that discipline and you give yourselves possibilities of having exceptions to the rules but they are again disciplined exceptions and, and and that again that that might sound really crazy but if, but if you if you if you get what I'm saying here you I, I think you probably understand where I'm going with that and you know it, it's okay as long as as you maintain that overriding discipline and, and just you know it not everything is gonna fit exactly in a box every single time the way you, that you thought about it in advance I mean life is dynamic different things happen at different times and again the discipline is the good thing and sometimes you give yourself a little bit of leeway if you know that you have the discipline to, you know, to you know, to make sure that you, you know, you don't go way, way off the rails and stay off the rails, if you will. Does that make sense, Walter?
0: Life is dynamic. Yeah, that's a good, uh, good way to put it, and a good way to kind of keep in mind what we're, uh, what we're dealing with with maybe a couple of these different uh, situations where these good habits could hold us back. Maybe a, a lack of being dynamic would pop up in more of these. We will see. All right, another example would be paying off debt early. Well, that sounds like a pretty good habit to have, Glenn. I, I, I'm i in this camp. I try to pay off debt as early as possible, throw a bunch of money at debt whenever we've encountered it in life, and just try to get rid of it as fast as I can. And and I love paying extra on the mortgage and all that kind of stuff. So what, what am I doing wrong? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it depends, Walter, right? I mean, how, you know, surprise, surprise that that's my answer. You know, it 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 truly does depend though, Walter. I mean, you know, that you know, you have to look at the whole situation, you know, and it's just like, you know, are you know, you know, what are the interest rates? You know, what are you currently earning? You know, it's like, you know, if you if you have, you know, let's say for instance you have a maybe you have a car loan and it's, you know, it's at 1% or maybe it's 0%, you know, and you know and and it's like, you know, but you're you have money that's sitting aside, you know, in in a in a money market account, you know, that's making maybe, you know, 3 or 4%, you know. Well, I mean, does it make sense to then pay that off early and, you know, and you're actually where you're not paying any interest, you know, on, you know, on that debt or, you know, you're making those payments, you know, you have to really look at it. Same thing happens, you know, with, you know, with a mortgage, right? I mean, there, there are situations when you're looking at it depends upon what your mortgage rate is. I mean, if you put your, you know, your existing mortgage into place, you know, a number of years ago, you know, you, you know, you probably have a very favorable rate, right. And, you know, and so, you know, you have to look and say, well, you know, does it make sense to you know to you know to pay extra, you know if, if you have a rate that's that that is you know that is less than what your the money that you, you that you would have been sending to that, you know if if it's sitting in another account that that's that's doing better. There are also the situation too, Walter, where you know if you have like a like a mortgage type of loan, you know I mean people realize that that's an amortized loan in most cases. And you know now that's a that's a you know that not everybody understands fully what that means by amortized, but but in essence the, the the real you know when the when the rubber hits the road kind of situation if you've got a thirty year mortgage and maybe there's you know five to ten years left on it well I mean the the balance is now down significantly and when you start looking at you know the proportion of how much of the payment is going to principal and how much is going to into interest and you start seeing this it's like wow there's a significant portion of this is going to is going to principal and only a little bit is going to interest well the interest is the expense part the principal is your part right it's just like you're literally taking out of, out of out of one account and you're putting it in you know into like your house if it's a mortgage and, it, and if the money is going to principal then you're you're mo- literally moving it into your own asset right so it's like you're literally taking money out of one account and putting it into another account or into your house with you with your mortgage so you know, it, it, now it becomes less liquid. When, you know, when it's in the house, right? Because now, in order to get it back out, you either have to borrow, you know, against the house, or you have to, or you have to sell the house to gain access to that. But you know, if you've got, if you've got money that's sitting over in in your bank account, or you know, money market, or a CD, or something that that's there, that's you know, that's earning more. You know why? Why are you going to be in a hurry to to the go pay off something when it's you know, it's your money either in either place? And if it's earning more sitting in the in the you know in that bank account, in that money market, or that CD or that savings account, you know, then you know you have to think long and hard. Is is really that the, is that the right thing to do? Great points, Glenn. So we're talking
0: about where we have these good money habits, and sometimes there's a downside to these good money habits. Interesting to hear the two sides of the coin. So far, we've talked about paying off debt early and, of course, keeping a strict budget. A little bit different angle on this next one, Glenn. Seems like it would be a good habit to stay informed. And so a lot of people watch and read about financial news to try and learn and understand more and keep up with the latest and greatest information that way. But where can staying informed actually bite us a little bit
1: right well Walter, it's like you know the, the idea is is you know to whom are you listening right and what are they saying it's just like you know first of all you have to you have to start thinking in terms of well number one when you're when you're reading something or you're listening to something they have an ulterior motive i mean are they are they ultimately in the business to sell things right that's the first thing to be you know cognizant of and be, be aware of and more more often than not on on a lot of the you know the financial entertainment you know, shows that are out there you know some people are going to like well there are news and there's there's news but there's entertainment and there's there's a lot of commentary and there's a, there's it's it's a mixed bag right it's it's just not necessarily all news there's there's lots of stuff there and so you know there's there's varied opinions there's 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 bias there's some you know straight up you know news and you know and, and that kind of thing but even even the stuff that's earnest right i mean you know, and it could be, you know, quote unquote, good advice. It, it, it Good advice for one person is, is bad advice for the other. And what I mean by that is, is, it kind of depends upon where you are in life. What is your particular situation? You know, it's just like if you're, if you're getting ready to retire, or maybe you're already retired, well, what's good advice for you versus somebody who's maybe in their 20s, 30s, or 40s, and they're putting money away for retirement? Well, their, their strategies are going to be altogether different. And, you know, and so they can have, you know, what's good advice for them but that would be bad advice for somebody who's getting ready to retire or who is in retirement so you know you again it's like you know what's the context you know to whom are you listening all of those things factor in and you know and it you know it matters you know and 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 ultimately too it's it's like sometimes there's there's you know when you kind of think in terms of there's more than one there's more than two ways you know there's there's typically multiple ways to to achieve outcomes right and if you've got if you've got a plan in place that you're feeling comfortable with you felt comfortable in putting it you know putting it in place and you're still comfortable with it you know you want to think long and hard about you know disrupting that and doing something else I mean for why are you doing that you know is, is like is it really that compelling or is somebody really doing a good sales job or you know are they, they tapped into one of your hot buttons you know is, or is is it truly going to be a good thing and so there's there's you know you have to do some evaluation, maybe some analysis. But you know it, it's it, it's kind of one of those things, Walter, where you where you have to be careful because you can it can be seemingly that you're doing the right thing by staying informed. And yeah, you do want to stay informed. But at the same time, is it just being informed, or is are there other things that are there, or is it, or, or is maybe there there's some things that are outside of your awareness, that you're, or that you're not paying attention to that might create you know some scenarios where you know it's 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 not necessarily what you think, right? And you know and, and And if it's not really what you think, you know, or or what your first take is on it, you know, you you just want to, you know, you want to be real careful as as to, you know, as to you know if you're if you're gonna really change your your plans and your strategies based on you know a, a few things that you're hearing that may or may not may or may not apply or may or may not be biased. it's really interesting, I think, to
0: kind of think a little bit about the, you know, do I stick my head in the sand or do I stay as informed as possible? I've kind of seen that play out just personally, Glenn, with you know trying to make uh, you know just my own investments in like just kind of a side fun account. The more I ignore it, the better it seems to do. Instead of trying to like stay plugged in every day, I tend to make bad choices. So there's like there's definitely some lessons in there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> kind, I mean kind, it, it certainly kind of happened, no doubt about it.
0: Kind of kind of fun how that works sometimes. All right, so let's go on to a next one here, talking about good money habits. Um, but do they have a downside to them? Would be consistently building. An emergency fund. Does this mean at some point we can just stop building the emergency fund? Is would that be a better habit to have? No, when to no when to stop?
1: Well, Walter, I mean, you definitely want to have an emergency fund, right? But it's 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 one of those things where it's like depending upon how much you have, it might be built, right? And then it, it might be a situation where you may not keep adding to it. Right. I mean, again, we we talked a little bit about this in terms of lazy money and, you know, and access to capital and, you know, and risk and risk risk tolerance and, you know, all the different things that are that are there. But, you know, I mean, realistically, you know, I mean, I think most most, you know, financial experts would agree, you know, I mean, they don't necessarily agree, you know, on every detail of it. But for the most part, it's the idea of, you know, having somewhere between six and 12 months of of expenses, you know, set aside in an emergency fund to that now we, you know, we kind of, we, we want to make sure that we're, you know, particularly in today's environment, you know, are, you know, is, is that earning something for you as, as well as just being safe and, you know, and liquid and, and accessible. But, you know, it's just like, do you, you don't, you don't necessarily, you don't have to keep doing more. Sometimes you're okay. And it's just like, okay, uh, there's enough there for that emergency fund. Now that said, if an emergency arises and you have to drain some of that money out of that account, well, then maybe you have to, maybe you have to go back to, you know, rebuilding it again. But, but it's, you know, it's, it's a, dynamic process, right? It, you know, it doesn't happen every single paycheck necessarily, you know, and you know, you don't necessarily have to be thinking, oh gosh, I've got to put even more money away. You know, now the, again, you know, not all situations are the same. You know, you have to, you have to from time to time, you know, adjust and relook at that. Sometimes what your, what your expenses are, you know, might change or, you know, maybe inflation is going to cause the, know, those costs to be a bit more than what they used to be. And so, you know, you do want to do that kind of, you know, thought, you know, and, and, you know, and process and making sure that, that it's, you know, that it's adequate and, you know, and what you've got there. But, you know, if there's a shortfall, then obviously, you know, you, 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 you keep, you know, plugging forward and, you know, get more money set aside. But if, you know, if you've done those types of things and you know that it's like, hey, you know what, there's enough money there, you know, then, you know, then, then you don't necessarily have to keep building that, you know, in an emergency fund. That said, you, you, you might still, maybe there's, maybe there's a reason to set some other money aside for, maybe you're, you know, you're saving for a particular, you know item you know, that's that gonna be necessary you know that you need or you know maybe you know it's less like you know you're maybe you're setting some money aside that you know that you want to you know put into something that, that's gonna be not necessarily an emergency fund but it's it's for it's for a particular financial outcome that you're looking for, but maybe you haven't found the vehicle to you know to put that into yet. You know, well then that, that can be a reason to you know set some money aside but maybe you know you don't want to commingle that necessarily with your with your emergency fund. But, but- if you do then just know that it's like, okay, well, maybe I've got X in there and the and that you know, and if I've got more than X, then that's the that's the money that's gonna go into something else. And, and there's nothing wrong with taking your time to you know making sure that you're that you're, you're that you're choosing you know h- how you're allocating those assets, but you know, but just, just purely sitting there as an emergency fund, you know, you want to make sure that you know you have a, a real good idea as to what should be there and you know and and are you overdoing it or underdoing it and you know and, and then all the other pieces kind of you know start to fall into place too, and it's again, it's it comes down to that discipline and making sure that you're that you're doing the right things, you know, over time. All right, last
0: one to cover here, Glenn is about patience, making financial decisions, and building a plan. All right, hard to find fault with that one, right?
1: It is hard to find fault with that one, right? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, no, I mean that's that's really what you want to do. You know, you you want to do those right things, right? in essence i mean yeah that's a real good description of how you want to be right and in, in you know in general the challenge though is is that patience can sometimes turn into, you know, maybe procrastination, you know, and, and, you know, and, and are you, are you kind of playing games with yourself or are you, are you just putting something off or are you truly being patient, you know, and, and, you know, you have to be honest with yourself because only, you know, the answer to that, you know, and, you know, and, you know, maybe, maybe it's, you know, it's helpful to, you know, to sit down with, you know, with an advisor or, you know, making, making sure that obviously that, you know, if you have a significant other that you're having those conversations about, you know, well, you know, let's, you know, you know are are we doing the right things you know obviously you're you don't you don't want to just you know jump jump you know and and do do something you know just kind of impulsively and particularly in your financial life and when when, particularly when it comes into you know long-term plans but you don't want to just just be putting it off and calling you know calling you procrastination patients and some people are guilty of that Walter you know it's it's a fine line but you know again it comes down to being honest with yourself and you know and, and making sure that you know that you're really doing the right thing or are you playing games with yourself and and most people are pretty good at being able to play games with themselves and you know and justifying you know different thoughts and behaviors but you know it, it's it's like you know if you if you take a step back and you know you try to look at you know look at yourself and it's like okay you know am i really doing the right thing here or you know am i just kind of putting it off and and if you if you're honest with yourself you, you know the answer and it you know it could be either one depending on your particular situation
0: yeah patience is a virtue until it turns into procrastination then it's not anymore and right. that was kind right. of the theme with a lot of these it's all it's all good but we don't want too much of a good thing it's kind of what it comes down to. Um, for many of these situations. And I'm sure there are many more we could think of, but pretty good smattering there for you on today's episode. So are you in a similar situation, perhaps? Do you have a financial plan? Are you thinking maybe a bit too heavily about what's going into the emergency fund? Or are you paying off debt too early? Uh, are you being too aggressive with it? Is there Are there other opportunities for that money that you're overlooking? These are just some of the examples. And if you are checking any of the boxes here to where I am, Maybe I am doing too much of a good thing in one of these categories. It's a great, um, I I think, kind of just like a little, not red flag, but like a little yellow flag to say, hey, maybe take a closer look at this. And that's often how people begin their conversation with Glenn Mosseller. Uh, They just get that little, hmm, maybe I need a closer look. And it sparks a conversation to look at the financial plan, have a broader conversation about what's going into um, your overall financial goals and how you can meet those in the future. If you'd like to set up a visit for a complimentary initial review, a free consultation with glenn and the team all you have to do is pick up the phone and give him a call at 336-291-3535 or you can go online to roadmapfinancial.com and click the free consultation button again roadmapfinancial.com your place to go there glenn thanks for all the help on the episode today appreciate your guidance and we'll talk to you again soon
1: all right walter we'll see you soon
0: all right sounds good that's glenn i'm walter we'll see you next time on the retirement roadmap podcast